Hello, hello, beautiful people. Happy Thursday, March 18th. I'm like, what day of the week is it? I'm so confused. Anyway, it's March 18th. It's my beautiful friend Stephanie's birthday. So happy birthday to Stephanie. We have our little text thing going on right now. Our inspirational calendar today says, if you are making mistakes, it means you're trying. I think I try an awful lot, guys. <laughs> anyway, it feels nice to uh, wake up and not have a St. Patrick's Day hangover, right? Actually, I used to avoid all those crazy places because I'm not a fan of all those people crunched in. I remember when we used to love going to the Irish bar. It was called O'Leary's. And St. Patrick's Day was the one day I always avoided. So I like the idea that we celebrate everybody's Irish on that day. But I don't need to be in public. So here we go. James Thurber says, forget the past, enjoy the present, the future will take care of itself. Time was, we didn't live in today, but only in the past and the future. We hated ourselves for things we've done and said, rewriting conversations in our heads, spinning endless rationalizations about what had happened. Or we'd think about the ever-exclusive tomorrow. Tomorrow we'd have a good job, begin recovery, make friends, make up with our families, have a wonderful place to live, meet the perfect lover, and begin to enjoy life. Yesterday and tomorrow took up all our time. There was nothing left over for today. Then, in our 12-step program, or recovery, however you're doing it, we began for the first time to live in the present. For the first time, we can savor life and enjoy our surroundings right now. It's amazing what there is to see when we look around. People are a delight, too, each of us so alike, yet so different. We see as though through new eyes and notice so much we overlooked before. Live for today, one day at a time. These simple words have the world in them. Today, help me live for today. Help me put, out the, help me put the past behind me and the future ahead of me where they belong. You know, sometimes timing is everything. <laughs> Last night, I went to chapter three of the book club in the alcohol-free community I'm in, and we're studying The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And, wow, it's it's such a interesting topic, this living in the present, and it, it gets a little heavy when we're in these book clubs because the questions are really thoughtful questions when we go in the breakout rooms. And I, I can't, I can't, speak for Eckerd like I don't want to I don't want to mess up his his message but one of the big takeaways I get from the book is the difference between like realizing that I put this in the terms of having voices in my head right so if my brain is racing on tomorrow or it's dwelling in the past it's not focused on today, right? But through studying things like Eckhart Tolle and then even some of the meditation greats, like we talked about Joe Dispenza last night, and this whole concept of living in the now, 
but also recognizing that we're living in the now. And our teacher, who you've met before, Patrick Foley, he was a guest on the show a while back. Uh, he, he helped us talk about this. And I love this topic because it's so intriguing to me and it takes so much practice and it's now become kind of a game for me to just dial in where I have the voice in my head going, are you paying attention to right now? And the way Patrick shared it with us last night, I love this, is if you're thinking about being present, you're being present. So I'm going to say that again. If you're thinking about being present, you're being present because you're mindful on the thinking about being present. So I said it's a little deep. I think I've shared with you, like when I went to Aruba, for example, that was a big part of why I went was to practice this. And it was difficult to sit there and sit still and just be in the moment and be like, okay, the sun is beating on me. I hear these noises, like people frolicking and I'm not a big noise fan, but the water, hearing the water or appreciating the sunrise or the sunset and actually paying attention to it. And this happened this past weekend too when I was out on, when I was out on the boat, we were, we were on, I don't know, Miami River, the ocean. I don't know. We were on a boat next to Miami. And there was the beautiful skyline behind us. And there's music playing. And there's people all around. And they start lighting up fireworks. And it was beautiful. And I found myself taking my phone out to record. And I'm so, so grateful to the inventor of Zumba. I've been to enough of his conferences and, and his trainings to know that he really does not like it when you take your phone out and record, especially when we're dancing. He wants you to feel the music and to be in the moment and not just recording the moment. And that sticks with me every time I break out my phone in a, in a situation like that. Why did I need to record the fireworks? I didn't. Is it, is it to post it on social media to show people I went to fireworks? I mean, yeah, I totally posted the little bit that I did, but I caught myself. And it's because I want to share, like, this is pretty cool. Like, I know mom would be excited to see that I'm doing this fun stuff. Or that my recovery community even, I want them to, sh- like, the reason I tell you guys about this stuff is so that you know there's this crazy, amazing life out there for you. But I digress. So those are some of the reasons. But I caught myself and I was like, nope, put away the phone and watch the fireworks. Watch these beautiful bursts of color with the backdrop of Miami, with all the beautiful lights of the city. Like, just enjoy it, Bobby. And I haven't always been able to have that conversation in my head. It would be like, okay, what's well, what's next after the boat ride or what's coming up tomorrow on tomorrow's agenda? That that doesn't matter. What mattered was that there was something beautiful going on and I wanted to pay attention to it. And even though I know about this concept and even though I deliberately try to act on it, it's not it's not second nature to me yet. And I can still get caught up in the stress of tomorrow or looking back. Now, I look back with gratitude and 
I share my recovery journey and I have to go backwards to prove points a lot of times. And that's a little ambivalent for me is I don't, I'm not trying to live in the past, but I need to use the past as an example, at least in my mind, that's how I can impact people is by letting them know I relate to where you are in the different stages of the journey, but I can't live in that, right? I can't be, oh, this happened to me. So I'm going to be sad about it or boohoo or whatever. Like that's not, that's not serving me. It wouldn't serve me and it doesn't help me move forward. So there's the appreciation of the moment we're in. And then, so I, I announced myself, as you know, as Bobby the Awesome, right? That's part of my persona. Well, there's a group I'm in that are so mindful and so good about being present And I'm not quite as skilled. And I find myself, the persona I have in there, when it comes to getting things done, we call me business Bobby. And that's kind of like my get out of jail free card from the present. It's like, okay, well, we need to think about the future. Yeah, it's all great and well that things are going to happen, but we need to, we need to be you know, like focused on our to-do list when really they probably have it all figured out, right? Like things will happen exactly the way they're supposed to and they're living more in the moment. So business Bobby, maybe she has her place for motivating, but it goes against the grain of this because we know we're going to get it done. The things that we're working on, I mean, there's 12 of us writing a book together and now that we're getting ready to submit the proposal and do all the exercises that are very important to getting the book done, me thinking about tomorrow and the deadlines isn't helping it. Me living in the moment and editing my chapter and doing the pieces of the puzzle that help us move forward in the proposal is all I can control in this moment. And that's all I should be focused on. And I think when last night as we were talking about this, I, I relate it to recovery this way. I believe now through my journey that something in the past has made us some sort of trauma, some sort of experience, whatever that is, there's something in the past that has made us addicted or contributed to us becoming addicted. That's just what I believe in. I believe that there's something that has to heal or a perception that has to change or whatever. There's something at the root of our addictions. It's not like... We come out of the womb, have this great life, and be like, oh, I want to be an addict. I think there's always something underneath. So that's the past. And then if, if we hang out there, then us betting again or drinking again or whatever the thing is, I think the likelihood of that goes up because we're hanging out there. Same thing with the future. How much stress... Well, for me, it's stress. For a lot of people, it's worry, especially like parents, right? Like you worry about your kids growing up. The Uber guy the other day, he made a comment. He said, I'm so glad that I had my kids when I did because the world's getting like crazy. He he was making the point that he wouldn't have wanted to have kids in this day and age as, as things continue to evolve and stuff. So there's parents out there probably that have little ones that are worried about what will it look like in five years, 10 years when they go to 
college, you know, what does all that look like? And, and people tend to project in the future, either through worry or stress. Mine tends to be stress because I put goals on myself and I hold myself to certain expectations. And then if I'm not, like I had a goal to meet by March 1st and here we are March 18th and I have not made my goal. I'm not even close to making my goal. And I can do one of two things. I can, well, I guess I have three options, actually. I can hang out in the past and be pissed at myself and like stew and have this miserable personality about it and feelings about it, which doesn't change the past, right? It doesn't make me go back to March 1st and hit my goal. Or I can stress about, well, if I couldn't make it by March 1st, then I can't make it in the future and if my future depends on me being able to hit this goal, then I'm a loser. Or, you know, if I can't do this, can I do all the other things I'm dreaming of doing? Right? That's where those voices come in. So those are two of the ways I can handle it. Or I can live in today and be like, okay, I didn't make my goal. However, I have this moment right now to work on that goal. And I can approach it as, well, this is, this is where the whole, you know, spirituality and mindfulness comes in, right? Like, I have to believe that I didn't make my goal on March 1st for some reason. I don't know what that reason is, but I have to trust that I'm exactly on time and it's working out exactly the way it is. And I needed that reminder last night because I've been, I've been projecting into the future a lot. You know, I want to move this year. I have big plans for traveling and for training and for moving the needle on so many things. So I get, I get lost in the future and my future isn't going to happen unless I do what I need to do in this moment. And I need to remind myself that I have a choice in every moment. I have a choice if I can acknowledge being present or if I want to stay in the past or the, or the future. And I can tell you, it doesn't serve us to do that. And that's what the reading's telling us. What, what value would you get out of worrying? Think about that. Like, what, what good does it do if we're worrying or stressing about the future? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't actually do anything. It doesn't produce a result other than the chemicals that we don't really want to flow through our body. Is it cortisol that stresses us out? It's been a long time since we had Guy on here. We got to get Guy on here again. Anyway, it's not good for our bodies. It's not good for our minds. For me, it's not good for my productivity. I only have today. I got to worry about today. And I hope that, I hope that this makes sense. Like I said, it's kind of a deep topic. And I hope that you're finding the time in every day to appreciate exactly where you are and doing the work. If you have to, you know, heal the past or do the work to make sure that your future doesn't look like your past, if you're working on that, you can only do it today. And I hope that you are. I hope that you're mindful of this. I hope that you can get your brain saying, am I being present? Which means you're being present, right? It's a skill. It's a skill I think that we have to develop. And I think that it'll help us appreciate 
so many more moments in life and be able to express gratitude. And we've talked before, if you haven't gratitude, you can't be feeling fear or anger. Like you can't feel those things simultaneously. So that's what I'm going to leave you with. Live in the moment. Like try to actively be present. And as you're being present, be grateful for what you're being present and what you're experiencing and seeing and feeling and just embrace it. Yeah, that, that, that's my uh, <laughs> that's my ending there. Embrace it, practice it. I'm going to live in the present today. I have a very healthy to-do list and I'm going to just do it one thing at a time. And I think I've just coached myself into being excited about doing the tasks I don't want to do because I'll be living in the present and they'll be helping serve me in lots of other ways so that's what I'm going to do I hope you guys have a great day I will talk to you tomorrow thanks beautiful people